yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I am your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? Well, I hope you're doing fine. I'm doing fine. And hey, we're going to get ready and get it started. Episode 164, man. A lot of playoff basketball yesterday. Ah, my Knicks, man. My Knicks. Just game one, all right? Just game one. And we're going to talk about that also in the upcoming uh, podcast that we're doing right now. But, man, you know, hey, man, I bleed New York Knicks, baby. And so we took an L yesterday, and we'll talk about that a little later in the podcast. Well, let's get this wonderful episode started, man. Episode 164. And the name of episode 164 is All Even. Excuse me, very even. The name of episode 164, very even. All right. But before we get started on this wonderful, wonderful episode, we got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like download come on people all things basketball podcast is for you let's go it really is for you let's do it all right let's go people let's go at coach luke atb on twitter at coach luke atb on twitter let me know what's going on on that twitter baby i'm on that twitter hard too now let's get it started all right well, coming out of that Memphis building, man, John Moran. Now, we talked about John Moran having an interview last week, sometime last week, and they, where John Morant stated the question was asked to John Morant, who is his top five-point guards? Well, John Morant, before he even began his top five, he let it be known that he is in the top five. Well, you know, when we talked about this last on the last podcast, I even stated I feel like John Moran is in the top five point guards already in his second season in the league. But, I mean, that's up for argument. That's up for a debate. Uh, There are a lot of great point guards in the game. But what we're talking about right now is, guess what? John Moran went up against, in my eyes, what I believe is the number one point guard in the game, Steph Curry. Chef Curry in the playing game, uh, Golden State, against Memphis in a playing game. Well, as you know, Memphis eliminated the Golden State Warriors and John Morant was sensational. And so it's kind of funny how he mentioned he was in the top five point guards and then he had to go against the number one point guard in the NBA and he was on display. John Morant is a phenomenal player, man. An excellent, excellent player. And he really did his thing, man. And so Memphis is now going up against Utah because they eliminated the Golden State Warriors. Wonderful job for John Morant. And guess what? Sometimes you got to speak and talk to people and let them know and let them recognize what you're about before you go out and show people what you're all about. And so that was what John Morant was talking about last week. And it's so ironic that now after that, him uh, and Steph Curry go head-to-head, and, you know, uh, Memphis Grizzlies uh, eliminated the Warriors. Now, Steph Curry did his thing, baby. 
You know, can't nobody stop Steph Curry, but John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies move on and they move on to play Utah, the number one seed in the West. And so that was what was going on with John Morant and those Memphis Grizzlies. And hey, John Morant is an excellent, excellent player, people. An excellent player. And so you really got to keep your eyes on those Memphis Grizzlies as long as John Morant is at the helm. All right. Luka Doncic, man, another phenomenal ball player. Luka clipped the Clippers was the title. Well, you know those Clippers are near and dear to my heart, but I don't know what's going on in the playoffs with the Clippers. Now, of course, this is a rematch of last year's first round in the bubble where the Clippers prevailed. And I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, Dallas won the first game in the bubble last year, too. So the series isn't over. I just know that I, I I don't I just can't put a finger on it. I don't know if the Clippers need an extra piece or two or not. I know that they're a phenomenal team. I know they have every ingredient to hoist that trophy. I don't know if they're all meshing together, but I don't want to get too alarmed. Game one, uh, and the title is Luca Clip the Clippers. Guess what? Luka Doncic is phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. 31 points. They, he really did his thing. Christoph Persingis also did his thing. I really believe it was Christoph Persingis. Why? The Clippers didn't have an answer for Christoph Persingis. They didn't have an answer for Luka Doncic either, but really on the inside, in the interior, they did not have an answer for the unicorn Christoph Persingis. And so Dallas is up 1-0 against the Clippers. And so that series will continue on also. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep this darn podcast going. This this wonderful, wonderful episode, 164. Well, we were talking about John Morant, okay? And as you know, Utah holds home court, whether it be Western Conference or Eastern Conference. They have the best record in the NBA, and so Utah holds home court. But I'll tell you what, I smell an upset. I really do. I smell an upset. I smell it, smell it, smell it everywhere in this playoffs. Utah versus Memphis. I think the Memphis Grizzlies have what it takes to eliminate the Utah Jazz. Now, Utah has the best record uh, in the West, but guess what? This position is new to the Utah Jazz also, as well as the playoffs is new to the Memphis Grizzlies. So you got two new situations going on, which makes this uh, 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 ready and, and ripe for upset. I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies in this series. I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies, but I've been wrong before. I've been wrong before, 
But I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies to upset the Utah Jazz. I think the Grizzlies have everything that they need to get the job done. And guess what? We just talked that about it in the beginning of the podcast. They've got Ja Morant, baby. Ja Morant will really will the Memphis Grizzlies past the Utah Jazz. Hey, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, Derek Favors. A lot of experience on that Utah side. Quinn Snyder, all right, up for coach of the year. So, you know, you got a lot of experience. You got a lot of coaching prowess over there. But sometimes that doesn't mean anything when there's a team that's on a roll. And it seems to me like the Memphis Grizzlies believe in themselves and they're on a roll right now. And so I smell an upset. I really do in this series. I smell it, smell it, smell it. It, 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 it just reeks of an upset because Memphis is new to this thing. And, you know, it's almost like a young kid with a new toy. He's very excited, very energetic, you know, learning the nuances of the new toy. And so I kind of put the Memphis Grizzlies in that vein. I put them in that vein. They're, they're very, very new to this. Um, you got a couple of players that have got playoff experience, but not much. All right. You got a coaching staff that has playoff experience, but as assistant coaches. So they don't have much playoff experience. And so what's going on over there is that, uh, you know, they're feeling unbeatable right now. The Grizzlies are feeling unbeatable, especially on the heels of, of ousting a team like the, the Golden State Warriors. That gives them a ton, ton of momentum. And so... I think it might be an upset there, Utah versus Memphis. All right. Let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it pushing, as they say in the hood. <laughs> Let's go, man. All right. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram with a detailed message. Or hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want the ads to your company to be on our show, those are the two things that you must do. Thank you very, very much. All right. Let's keep it going, man. All right. Out of that Vegas building. Now, you guys know I'm a big, big fan of the WNBA. Love it. Love it. Love me some WNBA. And I'm a bigger fan of the Las Vegas Ace. I don't know how I wound up in Vegas, man. It's maybe because my sister lives in Vegas. Sis, I love you. I know you're listening. Love you, baby. But uh, it, it it's a new team in a lot of ways. And I like the makeup of the team. I like the young women that are on the team. Man, and, and, and Bill Lambeer, Bill Lambeer, former Liberty coach, excellent coach, X's and O's guy. And so I'm really gravitated to the Las Vegas Ace, but they're looking very strong. Is there a chance that this might be the Las Vegas Ace year? Could be. 
Could be because they've been teetering around the top for the last two to three years. They really have. They've been teetering around the top of that WNBA championship for the last two to three years. Okay, and so, you know, Asia Wilson, Liz Cambage, you know, Derricka Marie Amby. I mean, hey, you know, they got an excellent, excellent team, excellent players. I mean, experienced players, because you need experience to win the championship as well as youth. You know what I'm saying? You got Jackie Young, and she's balling. She's really, really um taking it to the next level right now. And so you got a lot of excellent talent on that Las Vegas Ace team, and you're going to have to watch them moving forward. They're an excellent, excellent team. And hey, the question is, could this be the Las Vegas Ace year? It sure could be. It sure could be. They're going to be right around the top, teetering around, smelling that WNBA championship, and they might get it this year. Don't rule them out. They just might get it this year. All right. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. Let's keep it going, man. Episode 164. Very even. Very even. You know I'm going to get to the to the, to the title of the show somewhere down the line. You don't got to ask that. Coach Luke is on top of everything. Hold it down. All right. Let's keep it going. Man, did you guys see that game, man? Wonderful game. Wonderful, wonderful game. Uh, uh, Milwaukee, all right, against the Heat. Another even matchup there. That's a very even matchup, all right? It went into overtime, and Chris Middleton nailed the shot in overtime. Eight seconds left. Phenomenal fadeaway shot by Chris Middleton. And I'm going to tell you what. A lot of people are down on the Milwaukee Bucks, but if you could keep getting Chris Middleton and, 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 and P.J. Tucker, you know, other than Giannis, you got to get... To win a championship, you need guys other than your superstar to come up big. To win a championship, you need guys other than your superstar to come up big. Drew Holiday, all right? You know, you need these guys. You need these guys. And so it was great to see Chris Middleton nail that shot in overtime to give the Milwaukee Bucks a 1-0 lead against the Miami Heat. Wonderful situation for, um, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks have had a lot of misfortune. They really have. They've had a lot of misfortune in the, you know, the playoffs. They've always been great in the regular season, but they've had a lot of misfortune in the playoffs. And so this was great. It was a great uh, um, a breath of fresh air, all right? You got Mike Budenhauser. He's, he's on hot seat, man. I don't know if you guys saw my stories on Instagram, but a couple of weeks ago, you know, I've been I've been chronicalizing coaches that are on the hot seat that have to do something. And, you know, Mike Budenholzer, excellent, excellent coach. 
Of course, he's from the the the, the Greg Popovich cloth. He's done a great job. Whether he was in Atlanta and now he's in Milwaukee, okay. But he's in the hot seat. They a lot of people feel he's got so much talent that he should win. He should have won a championship by now. Doesn't help that you got one of the top five players and Giannis Antetokounmpo on your roster. That always puts certain pressure on the coach. But, again, we're kind of getting off because we're talking about those Milwaukee Bucks, man. Milwaukee looks good. All right? And they're under the radar. No one's talking about Milwaukee winning a championship. And those are the teams that you got to be careful about. They have the talent. They have the coaching. And look, once you have those two ingredients, you have an opportunity. Once you have those two ingredients, you have an opportunity to hoist the trophy. And so coming out of that Milwaukee building, man, like I said, Chris Middleton nails the shot in overtime. All right. Hey, nine seconds left. Smooth. He just pulled right up and nailed it. All right. And so now Milwaukee has a 1-0 lead. Okay. And, 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 you know, it's just one game. I keep telling people. You know, these playoff series are for the long haul. So it's just one game. And so, you know, now you have Miami on their toes and now they're ready to come back in game two. But an excellent game by the Milwaukee Bucks. They won the game. They're up 1-0. And, you know, on to game two. Tap in, baby. Tap in to All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep this whole uh, excellent episode, 164, very even going, man. Let's go. All right, we got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile. All right, on the girl side of things. All right, Hazaya James. Hazaya. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Hazaya James. Okay, guard, five eleven, tall for a guard. She's on her way to North Carolina State, baby. North Carolina State, stand up, North Kakalaka. She's on her way, Isaiah James, excellent ball player. Tall guard out there, great handle, can finish in traffic, uh, can rebound. She can do a little bit of everything. Isaiah James can do a little bit of everything. And as I said, she's on her way to North Carolina State, all right? And her high school is Princess Anne High School out of Virginia. Princess Anne High School out of Virginia. And Isaiah James is from Virginia Beach. Wonderful situation. Excellent player, man. Like I said, Isaiah James can do a little bit of everything. She's on her way to North Carolina State. And her AAU outfit, Young Buck Basketball out of Virginia. Her AAU outfit Young Buck Basketball out of Virginia. 
And that's our um, AAU profile for this wonderful episode 164. Thank you very much. Well, you know I'm going to sink in my chair, people. I told you I'd talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, but I have to. I'm part of the media business, and I got to report everything that comes with that. My New York Knicks took it on the chin to the Atlanta Hawks, 107-105 at the Garden. Now, as you know, the Knicks haven't made the playoffs in eight years. The Knicks have not made the playoffs in eight years. So it was a wonderful sight to see at Madison Square Garden. Excellent situation. The crowd was going crazy. The game was back and forth. At one point, the Knicks was up six. Next, a few minutes after that, Atlanta was up. It was back and forth the whole game. Trey Burke at the end. Nine seconds left. Nine. Floater leaving 0.9 on the clock. John Randall caught the ball from Alec Burke. Turned around, didn't get the shot off in time. And the Knicks fall in game one, 107-105. Good gracious. I'm telling you, man, it was a rough one. But they'll be back. And I believe the Knicks will win this series. The New York Knicks will win this series, people. And so, you know, game one is very important. But it's not the end-all, tell-all of a basketball series that's going to go seven games. And I don't care if it goes five, six, or seven, baby. My New York Knicks are going to win this series. And you heard it first here at All Things Basketball Podcast. And so, you know, the Knicks got to get ready. Tomorrow night. Game two, I have my popcorn, believe me, and I'm going to be ready and raring to cheer them on. This is an exciting time for New York basketball. This is a very exciting time for New York basketball, and I'm just so proud that the Knicks, nice young team, you know. I heard somebody say, oh, if if we would have Mitchell Robinson, I keep telling you, In the game of basketball, you can't live like that. I wish Mitchell Robinson was out there. He's he's our number one center. But he hasn't been out there all year long, and no one said a word. So we can't go on players that are not there. We can only go on the players that are there, baby. And we can't use those excuses. Because even if Mitchell Robinson was out there, my friend, guess what? They probably they they could have lost still with him out there. It could have still been a, a a loss. So I never like to go with injured players and and say, well, if Mitchell Robinson was out there, of course we would love to have Mitchell Robinson. Of course, he's our starting center, but he hasn't been out there again, as I stated, all year long. So there's no need to bring that up. But we're kind of getting off. The Knicks took a tough one. All right. Derrick Rose, man. Derrick Rose did his thing. R.J. Barrett, baseline dunk. Oh, my goodness. On John Collins. Phenomenal. All right. Julius Randle was a little bit off. All right. I also believe 
He was deferring a little bit too much. All right. Some people feel the pressure was too much for him. I don't believe so. I just think he wanted his teammates involved. But, hey, on to game two. I mean, we can look at game one and make a ton of excuses. I'm not one of those guys. Atlanta was the better team yesterday. Whether it's two points, three points, one point victory, whoever wins is the better team. And so Atlanta was the better team uh, uh, yesterday. But I don't believe Atlanta can beat a better team three more times. <laughs> I do not believe that. And so I really still, again, believe that the Knicks will win the series. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, title of the show, very even. Title of the show, very even. Again, this is a bubble matchup that we saw last year, but it's, it's a lot more even this year. A lot more even series this year. Denver versus Portland. You've got a lot of great players on each side. I know Jamal Murray was in regular casual clothes. He hasn't played. All right? But, but you know, it's a very even, even series. Carmelo Anthony did his thing. Dame Dollar did his thing. C.J. McCullough did his thing. All right? And so, you know, you're looking at a Portland team that's a very dangerous team. I also mentioned that Portland could hoist the trophy too. It might be their time to hoist the trophy. So you got to look out for the Portland Trailblazers moving forward, man. You really do. And so, you know, you see you see a lot of even series, but this one is why the title of the show is called Very Even Denver versus Portland. I'm telling you, it, you know, it's a, a rematch of last year. It was one of the most exciting matches in the bubble last year. Now we're not in the bubble. But it's still very exciting because you got a lot of talent on each side. They even each other out. And they're very evenly matched. This is a series that is destined probably to go seven. This series is destined to go seven. Now, will it go seven? Just my opinion. But I think this is a series, I wouldn't be surprised if this series went seven. And so, you know, keep your eyes on this series. It's very evenly matched. It can go all the way down to the wire. And guess what? Both of these teams have the ability to hoist the trophy. All right. Uh, the question is, do the Boston Celtics have a chance against the Brooklyn Nets? Nope. No. No. All right, Jalen Brown, their best player, is not even in uniform. What would make anybody think that the Boston Celtics have a chance against the Brooklyn Nets? Now, because these guys are professionals, I don't want to be disrespectful. You do have a chance, but KD, James Harden, 
Kyrie Irving. All right? No, 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 no. This is this is a real, real, this could get real ugly quickly. This series can get real ugly quickly. And it has a stamp of sweep. Now, I don't think the Brooklyn Nets will sweep Boston, but I don't see Boston winning more than one game. If they win more than one game, I'll be surprised. I do not see Boston winning more than one game. Uh, it, it, it would surprise me. It would surprise me if the Boston Celtics won more than one game in this series. It would really surprise me. And so, you know, um, yeah, I don't think the Celtics have a chance. Again, their top player. All right, Jalen Brown, he's out. He's out for the season. That hurt them badly. I I would think it would be extremely tough for Boston to even pull an upset with Jalen Brown out there. But without him out there, oh, man, you're going to have a very, very tough time. And, again, I don't see the Celtics winning more than one game in this series. You could get a sweep. I think pride pushes them to one game, winning one game. And it'll be in Boston. But uh, that's all I see the Celtics doing, winning one game. So that's what's happening out of that Brooklyn building. No, the Celtics do not have a chance to upset the Brooklyn Nets. Too much firepower on that Brooklyn team, man. Too much firepower. Just in this series. I like to go series by series. And so it's too much firepower for the Boston Celtics to even really push past this, the, um, the Brooklyn Nets in that series. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. At Coach Luke ATB. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter, baby. Let's go. Well, this Philadelphia 76ers, the number one seed in the East, started their, their movement against the Washington Wizards. Philadelphia won 125-118. But I'm going to tell you something. This game was a lot closer than a lot of people think. This game was a lot closer than a lot of people give credit for and think. And the Washington Wizards won't go anywhere. I'm telling you, this is going to be a very, very tight series. All right? It's going to go about six games. Because, again, I talked to you about the Memphis Grizzlies. I kind of put the Washington Wizards in that same vein. They are believing in themselves at a late stage in the season. They're together. Their cohesiveness is together. And so they're going to give... Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, a very, very tough go of it. I see this game going, I see this series, excuse me, going six. I really do. I see this series going six games. 
Of course, I got the uh, Sixers winning the series. But there's a lot of fight in that Washington team right now. There's a lot of fight. And I'm going to tell you, this playing situation by the NBA gives teams hope. And it also gives them a lot of fight. It's just it's just has. I, I would love for them to keep this playing situation for the foreseeable future. Because what it does is it gives teams a lot of fight and a lot of hope that they can get the job done. It gives teams a lot of fight and a lot of hope that they can get the job done. And so that Philadelphia 76ers and Washington Wizards series, that's going to be a tight series, man. That's going to be a very, very tight series. And you're really going to have to watch that series. I don't see it being an upset but it's going to be a very, very entertaining series as long as it lasts. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. This is for you. It's not for me. It's for you. Let's do it. All right. Well, we've got one more topic, man. We've got one more topic. And uh, <laughs> it's actually a topic that I don't want to talk about. Why? Everybody is talking about it. Everybody in the sports world is talking about it. So now, you know, uh, uh, I've, I've pushed it away from my desk maybe two episodes now. So it's on my desk again. So that tells me it's not going to go away. And, hey, these type of things happen. Kwame Brown. Kwame has been going hard, baby. And Kwame Brown is an 11-year veteran was the number one pick by the Washington Wizards uh, at the time when Michael Jordan was the general manager after his Bulls days. Uh, and Kwame Brown has uh, been quiet. He's been quiet. He finished his career, didn't bother anybody, uh, uh, you know, and... To me, you've woken up a sleeping giant. That's what's happened. Uh, what winds up happening is, you know, I've played basketball since I was seven years old. There's always players that are verbally disheartening to the cohesiveness of a team. There might be two players. There might be three players. Heck. The whole team might be a verbally disheartening team. And that team won't win a darn thing. But I'm kind of getting off. We're talking about Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown has just had enough. He's a he's a he's a gentleman that's just had enough. Alright? Um I don't like the word bus. I don't like the word scrub. Um, because if you're putting your maximum effort and you know that you're putting your maximum effort on the floor, whether it be basketball, baseball, whatever, 
you are not a scrub. You might not be the best player on the team, but you're not a scrub. You're not a bust. I think a lot of people forget it's your effort that rings home. Of course, you want to hit 40 home runs during your effort. Of course, you want to score 25 points in the pursuit of your effort. Of course, you want to run five touchdowns in the pursuit of your effort and your hard work in athletics. But if you're not that type of player, does that make you a bus? No. Does that make you a scrub? No. And I also believe, and here's the thing, I don't frown on anybody. The most comments that are going towards Kwame come from non-athletic writers. People that have never played basketball. Never, ever played basketball. Calling this gentleman a scrub when he's been to the pinnacle. And I know what the pinnacle is because I made an effort to get there. Got close, but didn't get there. So when you play 10 plus years on the professional level, no one should call you a scrub. No one should call you a bus. You actually should be celebrated. And that's all that I have to say. That's all that I have to say. Oh, I'm looking at the gram. Can I get Kwame Brown on All Things Basketball Podcast? I don't know. We'll reach out. I don't think he's doing many interviews, though. I think he, he, he's got his own following right now, and he's just letting people have it. But we'll reach out. We'll reach out. You never know. You never know. All right? And so this is a wonderful episode, episode 164. All right? Very even. I'll see you guys Wednesday evening. <laughs> I like to thank my staff. I got the best staff in the media business. I like to thank everybody on Instagram that follows me, downloads, shares, likes. I like to thank everybody on Facebook that, that follows me, shares, downloads, and likes. I love you guys on each, on each side. Love you. All right? I like to thank Twitter. I'm seeing the movement. I love you, Twitter. Don't think I forgot about you. At Coach Luke, ATV on Twitter. I see the movement, Twitter. And I'll see you guys next episode. All right? Episode 165. Love you. And I'm out.